You're now tuning into the Who and How Club with your host, Eris Dejan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It's your boy and your host, Eris Dejan. I am checking in with you on Wednesday, August, what is it? August 12th. Holy smokes. 12 days into the new month. First off, I want to send a special shout out to my little sister, Safira. Her birthday just passed on August 9th. She is a Leo. So we've had some Taurus Leo battles over the years, but that's my little sister and I love her to death. Uh, But you know, that sibling rivalry, excuse me, sorry, that animal rivalry, (laughs) uh, you know, we, we butt heads, but we also pick each other's brains and stuff like that. She's a very smart individual and I just want to shout her out and send her a special shout out because she's so smart. And because she's strong and because she's a woman and uh, yeah, she's still killing it in life and she deserves this shout out. So shout out to Safi. Uh, That's what I call her for short. Um, Yeah, she just celebrated. But because of COVID, I mean, we're still in this COVID phase, but we're kind of, um, I mean, we're in stage three. And I don't really know what that represents, but I do see a lot of things changing. People are being able to come out. Restaurants are allowing people to sit inside and eat. But, you know, there are limits to that. So we couldn't really celebrate Safi's birthday full force. Uh, But I'm actually thinking about bringing her on to the show and having sort of like a sibling episode. You know, I want I want to introduce you guys and girls to my my family more in depth i know on mother's day we did an episode and we had a few family members of mine uh you know i called them to wish them happy mother's day and all that jazz some of my cousins my aunt as well my grandma as well but um yeah it'd be nice to touch base with my siblings and bring them on the show Uh, for those who don't know i have two sisters uh one younger sister baby sister larissa and i got safira as well so i'm the big brother Either way, welcome to the show. Um, You know, welcome back, in fact. Uh, Just to preface, my headphones, so I was ready to record, and the headphones that I usually use, my Beats by Dre, or not by Dre anymore, Beats by Apple. (laughs) Um, I was so excited, I was getting amped up and everything. I turn on my headphones, and they are dead. And I'm so apt to record today's episode. I said, you know what? I'm not going to wait for them to charge. I just pulled out these Sony headphones from the side here that I never use. I never use. Things kind of sound a bit distorted in my ears. So I'm hoping that when you guys listen back to this, it doesn't sound, you know, messed up or anything like that. I hope the audio comes out clearer because uh, I'm not sure if what I'm hearing at the moment is what it really sounds like you know what i mean there's a bit of a a distortion i think it's just the headphones though not the mic or anything but they're also a bit low 
usually when I have my beats on, like I, I'm just in that zone and I feel it, it's kind of like putting on a costume. Like those are my lucky headphones that I do everything with. I record music with those headphones. I do the podcast with those headphones and uh, they're all black, you know, like that matte black. So I have another pair of beats, but I don't use those. Those are usually for the guests. Um, so if you've seen some of the visual episodes to the podcast, uh, you would see my black beat so today i'm using these sony's hopefully the audio comes out great great um but if not we'll still roll with the punches and see what we do for next episode right this is episode 29 god we're moving fast i never thought that i would get to episode 29 to be honest not that i doubted myself or anything but it's just you don't really you don't you don't think that you're gonna you know attain to such a you know, get get to that level and get to that goal. And I know maybe you're listening and you're like, oh, it's just 29 episodes. But for me, it's, I've come a long way with this show for those who do know uh, and for those who don't know. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get to know more about who I am as a person, as a host, what the Who and How Club represents for me and f- what it should mean for you, uh, I would say revisit the, the previous 28 episodes And uh, just get to know what the vibe is like on this show. Because for those who are just tuning in, I mean, you know, the title says it all. We are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club. So are you. And we are the Who's and How's of the world. So on this show, I focus on who you are and how you became who you are. I also focus on that for myself so that you guys could get to know me. And I'm sure if you go back to episode one, even the promo episode before episode one, you'll be able to see the growth of me as just Eris Dejan and as your host. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't want to always repeat what the show's about and go into the, you know, the themes and everything like that. Just listen, just listen and listen back, revisit. I would love to know what you think about the show as well. Older episodes leading up to this new one. We're about to have our 30th episode. That's a celebration. Um to have you know but uh we'll wait i think uh on the 25th episode we kind of celebrated so we're gonna go like every 25 episodes um the next one we'll that we'll do a big one on will be the 50th episode but just being at 30 very soon it it means a lot to me and i hope it means something to you all because we're all still here doing this together y'all are listening to me and i'm still here speaking with you we're surviving we've been through a lot in the past 30 episodes or 29 so far and uh a lot of movement. The Who and How Club has made a lot of big moves in such a short period of time. And we got more moves coming. So welcome back. Episode 29. Just a few updates quickly. Um, you know, my music video for 2019 flow is still out. Still gaining some views. Um, but that was just something that I had to get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? I had a song in the can, in the files, in the archives. And I wanted to just, you know... Put it out there and record a little something. Get back, get get my groove back into like performing for the camera and just doing, doing things artistically, you know, because I, I was sort of at a standstill with certain things. I wasn't feeling ex- inspired or anything like that. I am definitely inspired now. Um, and I'm working on new music, as I mentioned before, and we got some new stuff coming out. We're actually going to be shooting a new music video this upcoming weekend. Uh, so keep a lookout for more announcements with me and music. Um, again, with this whole COVID thing, you know, I'm getting auditions again now, like people I'm being able to, to go out there and, 
you know, pursue the things that I've always wanted to pursue or was pursuing before uh, COVID hit. So we're getting back to regular programming, folks. I really hope that some of you folks use that downtime that we had during this COVID period very wisely. It was a time to use uh, so that we rebuilt, you know, we, we, we rebuilt ourselves, our, our brains, our, our hearts, our souls, you know, we meditated a bit, we spent some time with ourselves, we wrote some things down and, you know, put some things on our vision board for when things do get normal and things that we want to do for ourselves, you know, and pursue. Uh, I hope that you use that time wisely and to do things like that and to spend time with people that you might have not been able to spend time with prior to. I know that it was hard to see people, especially relatives who, you know, don't live in your household. But, you know, you could spend time in different ways. I know a lot of family, you know, I've seen online and friends of mine who connected with their families over Zoom and had these grand Zoom meetings, uh, which was pretty dope, like these family meetings over Zoom. So, uh, shout out to all of y'all and everyone still surviving uh, and who survived during this pandemic and who is continuing to survive. We also want to send a quick shout out to those who have passed away. Um, you are in a better place, believe it or not. I know it's hard to say, especially for those who are still here um, grieving and uh, wishing you were here. But we trust the universe and we trust that those souls that have left us are in a better place greater place than here especially so shout out to all of you and yeah some more updates um i mean eris me i'm just living i've been living i've been relax relaxing and living getting back to who i am as a as a person as a as a being you know what i mean um because it's been a long journey the past six seven months it's just been crazy in my life. So I'm ha- lately I've just been living and just accepting things and trusting the process, you know, trusting the universes and the God's process on what's supposed to happen in my life. And I'm realizing that the moment I let go and stop trying to control things, things really work out the way that they're supposed to. So I promote that and I, I'm going to try to, you know, encourage all of you listeners to do the exact same thing. Just let go. Just take a break, you know, stop trying to control everything. Stop trying to be so rigid on, on everything going on in your life. Just breathe. Just let go and let, you know, whatever happen. And I think you'll you'll find that things go a bit more smoothly when you're just trusting the process. Um, I do have a new position uh, in the field that I'm in. For those who know or who don't know, I am in uh, social services. So I'm pretty much one month in. Uh, and change into my new position and I'm having a lot of fun I'm learning a lot uh, things that I never thought that I would learn I'm being exposed to a lot and I'm grateful for that Uh, for those who know me they know that I don't run away from a challenge (laughs) and I believe any challenge is a healthy challenge and I'm definitely being challenged at this new position in this new position but in a healthy way Uh, and I'm also gaining from that these challenges so I'm really grateful that I've been blessed with this new position and, you know, one day I'll delve more into it. Um, you know, baby boy Apollo is still growing. He's eight months old uh, and he's getting smarter and smarter by the day, by the week. And he's listening more to me. He's not as rebellious as he was uh, a couple months ago. So he's growing really fast. 
for those who don't know, Apollo is my puppy, who is a Basenji, and I got him back in February. So, yeah, our relationship and our bond is growing, and I'm really happy that I've been blessed to have such a unique dog, puppy, pet, companion, friend. And to some, he's my son. I'm a little fur daddy. Um, I also have a guinea pig that I'm a fur daddy too. So shout out to Goldie, who's still alive and kicking. A couple more updates. We're going to be submitting the podcast, the Who and How Club, to Amazon. Amazon just announced that they are accepting uh, podcasts. And I don't know how this is going to roll out officially, but right now they're just taking submissions. And I think this is going to be pretty big for Amazon podcast who knows where this is going to go but a lot of the major platforms are you know I, I see this happening with with a lot of you know services you know having sort of like a podcast section to their their portfolio so we're going to get the who and how club submitted to that um, I also heard that Manscaped I got an update that Manscaped is looking to sponsor some podcasts so uh, I am currently a brand ambassador for good food uh, which is Canada's number one meal kit. Now, this isn't a plug-in. It's just letting you know <laughs> what good food is. Um, so I also want to be sponsored by Manscaped. That's something that I'm going to submit something to this week. Um, and uh, I did submit the show to a couple of a awards, uh, award ceremonies for podcasts. Now, we didn't get chosen or nominated for anything for the uh, podcast awards, which is fine. The show has been submitted to the black black podcast awards. So I want to shout out to them. I did get a response. So, um, they're going, the show's going through the processing stage now. Um, and as you all know, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, we were officially selected at this year's, uh, TO web fest. So just, just having our name on the website as one of the shows being selected and, you know, being recognized as, as a staple and, you know, just being in the city and creating this thing, you know, only 29 episodes in and a lot of movement. Um, and that's thanks to all of you who have shown love and support to the show. So I want to say thank you to all, but I also want to pat myself on the back and pat the universe on the back because I do believe that this is all meant to be anyway. And I can I can't be anything more than just grateful. So, you know, side story, if there's anything that you want to pursue, anything that you feel that you've been awarded or gifted with, you know, and you need to show appreciation, first off, pursue that thing that you want to pursue, submit to that award show that whatever, if you're a podcast, Google some podcast awards that are going on and uh, really shape your show, you know, put, put yourself out there. Don't just create something and just stay in the shadows. You know, you want people to see what you've created and to appreciate your you want to spread the word. Um, you want the word to spread of the thing that you've created, um, even if you're not doing it for any type of notoriety. At least, you know, show that you want to be a part of this community. The po I'm noticing now, even more so now that this is a community, us, us, us potters, you know, <laughs> This is a community and it's great to be a part of it and to be recognized in different forms and different ways as well. Um, different publications, whatever, you know, to see the title of, of something you created posted under a certain section of a website or a certain publication or someone's recognizing you for your work. It's great. It's dope. 
to be sponsored or to be an ambassador for another, you know, set a goal for yourself and achieve, and I guarantee you can achieve it if you put your mind to it and believe in it and take the necessary steps to get there. So, yeah, that's what we're doing here at the podcast. So, um, some other updates this week, we're going to get back to, uh, the blog on the website, which is whohowclub.com. Uh, if you don't know our socials, follow at whohowclub on Instagram and Twitter. But if you go to the website, whohowclub.com, uh, you'll see links to everything, every, everywhere that we're at, uh, socially, <laughs> social media wise, and also any podcast, uh, hold on one second. Sounds like someone's yelling outside. So disregard if you can hear that. But anyway, uh, this mic is so like, yeah, this mic picks up on everything. So not sure if you guys could hear that or not. Um, what was I saying? So, yeah, just go to the website. And uh, hold on one second. Sorry, guys. Not sure what that noise was. Anyway, yeah, go to the website and you'll see all the links where the show is and you can listen. You can watch visual episodes on the website as well. You could look at the blog section where we do, I do, write-ups on like movie reviews, song reviews, etc. Um, you could see some stuff like articles that I've, you know, been featured in and stuff like that for like a certain magazine, let's say for Preferred Magazine, my article for Grow, which was titled Grow Before You Go, uh, is on the website as well, linking you to the Preferred Magazine site and that actual article. So we have certain sections on the website that will benefit you to get to know how we do things and who we are as the Who and How Club and all the materials, etc., etc., etc. So this week, uh, I'm going to be doing a new movie review. I watched a movie called Two Minutes of Fame. And that movie features Jay Farrow, who's a comedian. A lot of comedians are in here, actually. Lunell makes an appearance. Um, what's the guy's name? George Wallace makes an appearance. Cat Williams is sort of like the co-star as well. And I, I saw the preview like when this movie was initially coming out. And I'm like, ah, it looks kind of corny but when i watch the movie there's an underlying message there which is pretty dope and i don't want to give too much away but it really focuses on the new age and the old age folks within within the um what's the word i'm looking for okay let's focus on the comedy space you know and this is you could use this and mirror this to like the music space at the moment where we have a lot of new artists and then we got the old school artists or whatever the new people consider to be old school. Like I'm only 31, but what's old school to me? I mean, it's not that long ago, right? But to the new kids and the new artists coming up who are really, really young, they think the folks that I still listen to are like, they're, they're like out of their, like these young artists don't even know who they are. Some of them don't pay homage either. And don't thank those older artists who actually paved the way for them to be artists today. Um, not to say you have to do that, but there's just this thing of respect, you know, under the especially in hip hop. So I think in the comedic world, it's it's very similar, and they kind of show that in the movie how like Jay Farrow's character, who's a young guy, and he's all about the clicks and the views and stuff like that on his reviews and his comments that he makes on 
you know, the old heads and the people who we should be seeking out to and probably looking up to, uh, you know, he'll make comments of that, like of that, of let's say Cat Williams's character who's been in the game for a while and he's famous. He's like the Eddie Murphy in the movie who's been around. He can't do any wrong no matter what he does, even if it's something garbage and corny. He's getting that money and he has he's he's paid his dues. But then we got Jay Farrell's character who's a young guy and you know, even though he has thousands and thousands of views online and a bunch of attention, that's not translating into money. And it's just about clout chasing and, you know, stating an opinion about somebody you don't even know. But he's getting that attention and eventually their paths meet. And it's just it's just good back and forth. It kind of puts things into perspective. So I hope that younger artists watching that movie could learn a bit, uh, a little bit of something. And the artists who have been around longer as well can learn something because it goes two way. I think both people need to pay homage and respect each other and both sides can learn from one another. It's just like an older person and a young person. I feel like sometimes when older people get older, (laughs) when people get older or become older, uh, you know, everyone has a birthday, right? Everyone has a birthday. But there's this thing that happens to adults, like when they get to a certain age, it's as if they forget that they were young at one point. You know what I mean? Like they can't, it's like they can't relate to the younger folks. They question the younger folks. They're like, you know, they start to compare themselves as if they were never kids. And then the younger people, the younger generation, they think that they're never going to get to that age or that stage of life. So it's like this disconnect as if no one will ever grow or no one has ever been you know, young before, or like, you know, I don't know, but the movie touches on those things, and I think uh, respecting your elders and the leaders of the game, especially those who have paved the way for you to do what you do, I think that's important, I pay homage to the podcasters prior to me, or the ones that I look up to and listen to before I even started my own show, like the Bill Burrs, I like a lot of comedic uh, podcasts, I like my comedians, I love stand-up comedy, uh, I always had dreams of being a comic myself. I don't know if I'm funny. Women that I I get with, they say that I'm funny. Uh, but I don't know if performing that funny would translate the same. You know what I'm saying? I have a good sense of humor. Dry sense of humor at times. Um, crude sense of humor. But uh, yeah, I always just envision myself on the stage. So I listen to, to, the, to, to the comedians, sorry. Um, I listen to Bill Burr, I listen to Godfrey, I listen to Conan's podcast, obviously, I listen to T.K. Kirkland's show, uh, I listen to The Brilliant Idiots, I listen to Oprah's Sunday, uh, Soul Sundays, you know, sun- Soul Conversations, uh, what else do I listen to, I listen to Dean Blundell's podcast, uh, I listen to Mark Maron's podcast, What the Fudge, uh, what else? Yeah, there's a bunch. I listen to TI's Expeditiously. I think that that's a dope podcast that you all should uh, should check out. I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, and those guys, they're not comedians, but that show can be very hilarious at times. Um, so, yeah, just look out for that blog post. It'll be coming, a uh, movie review to watch or not to watch. That'll be this upcoming Sunday. Uh, this week, I have no major stories of the week. Um, I wanted to just jump into the the crux of this episode and what we're going to be focusing on today because today is part three of the Make Room for New series. Now, for those who have been following it, 
Um, the last two episodes, we've been focusing on making room for new. Last episode, we had baby girl K on the show. Call her KK. Um, she's a friend of mine. We collaborate. We work together. She was actually in the 2019 Flow music video. By the way, go go on YouTube, type in my name, Eris Dejan, or you could look up Only One Eris on all social media platforms and watch that video, and then you could see who I'm speaking about. So that was Kay. Kay was on last week's episode, or last episode, I'm sorry, episode 28, Make Room for New Part 2, and she was a part of the conversation. Now, we didn't get to know Kay that much. I had her sort of like a little mini guest, and uh, just to add to the conversation, and her and I debated about a few things, but I, I listened back to the episode, and I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was a dope balance. And she let me do my thing, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but we spoke about what making room for new looks like, you know what I mean, to, to each person and how we how we operate under that, that sort of theme. So in Make Room for New Part 1, what we did was, I mean, I do want you to go back and listen to the episode, but just to bring you up to speed, um, we made a list. We made a list of things that we wanted to let go of. Um, you know, we sat with ourselves, we focused on, uh, those things that we wanted to let go of. And I was very explicit, uh, in expressing how, how, um, it's not just a feeling that you need to let go of before making room for new. It could be an object in your house. It could be an individual. It could be a past behavior. It could just mean, it can mean so much something that's old when you think of something that's old look around your apartment look around your house look at find something old when what you would consider old something from a past life let's say a past relationship something you've been holding on to let's just say it could be a piece of clothing a piece anything you know something that you've written in the past like a piece of poetry and you're like yo what was i on Maybe you need to let go of that, you know, get rid of that energy and those thoughts and those feelings that you had at that time because you feel and think very differently today versus where you were two, three months ago, two years ago even. So in part one, what we do is that we make a list. We think of the things that we want to let go of and we make a list of those things because we cannot make room for new if we still have old things just lingering over our heads in our hearts, around our bodies, around in our environments. And we're talking about the things that really deserve to be let go of. I'm not talking about just, you know, just because you know someone for 20 years, it's time to get rid of them. No, has that relationship been healthy? I want you to think about that because it's a, if it's been unhealthy and you're sick of it, that's something you should let go of, 20 years or not. So these are the things I want us to think of, you know what I mean? Or wanted us to think of because that was part one. If you missed it, go back. And you could still do this process with us because we got one more step after uh, part three. Part two now, what you do with that list is that you sit with that list for a little bit. You sort of focus on that list and you meditate on that list. Those things that you're letting go of. You think about it. You take some time and you, you, um, you sort of revisit Revisit those things. Let's say it's something on your list that you're letting go of. Uh, let's say it is a past behavior. Let's say you used to be so stubborn. Um, or you used to be a cheater. <laughs> and you don't want to cheat anymore. You want to be a good, good, 
let's say person in your net for your next relationship you want to be ready for that as well but you got to let go of your cheating ways you might have cheated on someone in your past whether you're a girl or you're a guy you know and you're like you know what it's time for me to change that but you got to think about those things those mistakes you made that your old ways you know you can't just things just can't disappear at the snap of a finger you got to make a list and you got to sit with those things feel it in your heart revisit those those moments of your life ask yourself why you did those things what made you do those things and am i really ready to let this go it is on the paper right you wrote it down so you must be ready but you got to prepare yourself to let that thing go because you won't be doing that anymore. You won't be holding on to things anymore. You're going to have to get your mind and your heart and your soul and your spirit very ready. Now, I can't teach you how to meditate now. That's something you're going to have to research yourself, especially for those who haven't meditated ever. I want you to look that up. Do some homework with that if you're a person that's never experienced that. For me, how I meditate is I sit down in silence. I think. I just think. And I think. Sometimes my eyes are open. Sometimes my eyes are closed. Sometimes I'll lie down and I'll meditate and I'll, I might fall asleep, but I go somewhere, you know, I visit somewhere in my mind. I might dream, you know, about this, the things that I'm meditating on or thinking about right before I do fall asleep. And then I wake up, I, but in a way where it's like it's an awakening, not like, oh, I slept eight hours and now it's time to get up. It's like a, a meditation sleep if that makes any type of sense uh, to you. And then I wake up and it's like I feel lighter and clearer. My mind is clearer because I'm letting that thing go as I'm asleep in my mind. You know what I mean? But look up ways to, to meditate. Some people, they burn some sage. They set the tone in their in their environment. They'll burn some Palo Santo to bless themselves. Um, they'll burn some incense. You know what I mean? And they'll bless the house. And they'll say some words out loud and they'll walk around to spread that that vibe. You know what I mean? So you have options. In fact, meditating for you could just be sitting down and rereading the list over and over again. Just so you get familiar with the things that you're just a, you're about to let go of and never see again. Which brings us to part three. Now, part three is sort of like a one slash two parter. Because after you do part one of part three, (laughs) you're going to have to come back and conduct part two. Because what we need to do, the, the part that happens really fast is the implementation. You know what I mean? Of the, of the new things that you want to implement into your life. So let's focus on part one. Now that you've written your list, you've manifest, not manifested, sorry, but sort of meditated. We don't want to manifest those things or rehash those things that you're letting go of. You're letting go of them for a reason. So you're just meditating on them and just, you know, embracing them for one last time and acknowledging where you've come from so that you could make room for new. So you've written your list down. You've meditated. You've revisited. You've, you know, constructively picked things apart in your mind, in your heart, in your soul on where you've come from now. I want you to find maybe some sort of like bowl, some sort of tin bowl even. Uh, Just anything that you could, you know, set a little fire to and it won't destroy. uh, It it won't get destroyed or anything like that. Because what you're going to do, you're going to take that list now 
and you're going to find that bowl, whatever you're going to use, you're going to take that list, you're going to rip that list up, you're going to put it in the bowl, and you're going to take that bowl outside of your house or your apartment. You're going to find some nature, you know, somewhere that is just like a field where it's just you in that field. And uh, what you're going to do is you're going to set fire to that list. You're going to set that list in flames. And you're going to watch it burn to ashes as you sit under the sun. uh, Sorry, under the moon uh, or under the sun if you choose to do it in the day. Uh, I prefer to do things like this at night because I feel like the moon plays a big part. You know, there are a lot of moon rituals that a person can do as well if you're into that stuff. Um, So for me, the moon plays an important part. You know, I'm like a wolf howling at the moon, crying, letting them know that I'm ready, letting the moon know that I'm ready to move forward. You know what I'm saying? So you might want to look at your calendar to see when the next full moon is because it would represent much more doing this under and you're gonna have to do the research on that stuff too i'm not really a preachy preachy guy i don't want to put what i do uh out there too much and for you to do exactly what i do you could find your own unique ways but i'm just giving you the foundation of things when it comes to making room for new because i've done this and it works um so like i said you're gonna take that list and you're gonna set fire to it set it on flames you're going to watch it burn to ashes as you let your past feelings, your past resentment, your past regrets, your past relationships, your past hardships, family ships that are unhealthy, uh, past friendships, unhealthy friendships, unhealthy objects, <laughs> possessions, things that have a certain energy attached to it. You're letting those things go. Now, you don't need to burn those objects. Writing those things down on the list is enough. What you need to do is go back to those objects after burning everything and throw those things out. Then you cleanse your place. (laughs) But that's up to you. But regardless, I would definitely suggest uh, that you do get rid of those things. If there are objects on your list that you're burning, uh, you should get rid of them. Get rid of them before you burn the list, in fact. Um... Now, after you've burnt your list and things are a bit clearer, you feel a bit lighter, you're going to have to come right back to your notepad or your book or your diary, whatever, and you're going to have to make a new list right away while it's still fresh in your brain. And you're going to write down the things that you want to implement into your life now. Remember, we're making room for new. So the things you're about to write down now, they're new things. They're new ways of thinking. There are new ways of feeling, new types of people in your life, new types of relationships you see yourself having, uh, healthier relationships with the people who are dear to you. Maybe there are some missions or some goals that you want to accomplish. You got to write those down. Write them down. You just let go of your past. You just you just made room for new. <laughs> so now you're going to go and write that new down right away. Whatever new means to you, you're going to write it down. And that's what part three represents. That's the process. So you write down the old stuff. You revisit those old things. You meditate on those old things. You work yourself up to releasing and letting go of those things. 
You burn those old things. You watch them burn to ashes as they float in the air, flow away from you, and you dump them. You dump them. You clean that bowl out. Bring it back. Put it in its rightful place. You get your pad back out. You get your diary out. And you start making a new list. The new list is what we're calling it. So that's the part three process, all right? I hope that you're following this uh, process along with me. I've done this before, but I'm doing it again, actually, as we speak. uh, Because there are some things that I've had to let go of. Now, last episode, I, you know, I kind of... uh, I shared some things about things that I'm letting go. And Kay and I sort of debated on forgiveness, for an example, (laughs) and other things like that. So go listen to that episode. I think you'll learn a lot. Listening back to it, I learned a lot about myself and about Kay and about life. But I'm still, uh, I'm doing this thing with you guys. We're doing this together as a club. I'm going to be writing some new things down tonight. Um, And then, yeah. Until part four, which is the last process of making room for new. Um, Yeah, we're just going to be doing this. So write your new list down tonight. If there's something that you want to share with me in the club, email whohowclub at gmail.com or touch base with me on Instagram at whohowclub or even just on my personal stuff at only one Eris, O-N-L-Y, the number one, A-R-Y-S. And talk to me about your process and this process that we're all on together, this journey. I would love to get your feedback and to know, you know, how you're feeling about it and what this process has meant to you. Um, with that said, that's part one, part two and part three in the can. Next episode, we'll focus on part four. And lucky for us, it'll be our 30th episode. So it'll be a great way to celebrate. And I'm going to bring a special guest onto the show to talk about making room for new and our last steps in, in, ta- in doing so and doing that. So I'm really excited for all of y'all to just, you know, be on this journey with me and uh, progress in your life mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. It's our time. All right. This week's pet peeve of the week. Uh, this is a segment of the show to the who and how club where I share, uh, one of my pet peeves. And, uh, I think this week's pet peeve would be, uh, yeah. People who get upset at you for not giving them what they want. Let me repeat that again. Not sure if I said it right, but let me repeat that again. My biggest pet peeve is uh is when people get upset at you for not for you not giving them what they want like they throw a little tantrum like a little brat you know people are always gonna expect things of you sometimes those things that they expect of you you probably can't give them in fact there are going to be times where you probably could give them what they're expecting of you uh but you're not ready or maybe they're not the person that you want to give those things to. You know what I mean? And that's okay. We can't blame ourselves for that. We can't blame them either. It, it's a it's a vibe of acceptance that we all got to be on. 
but my pet peeve is when someone gets upset at you for that. Like, it's not my fault things aren't meant to be the way you expect them to be. You cannot make me conform to what you want or what you expect of me or what you see of me. I am living my life. I am my own being. So are you. I think having expectations on people and then getting upset at them when they don't meet those expectations is very bad. Now, I know it's bad because I used to be one of those people. Anytime I speak to you folks, listeners, boys and girls, women and men, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just talking out of my ass. I'm really sharing and speaking from experience. I do feel like there are times where like, I know what good looks like because I've experienced bad. And I have so much self-awareness that I'm aware of how I used to be even. And what the opposite of how I used to be looks like. So I know how I used to be. I knew, I know that I used to have expectations on people as well. And I used to get upset at them when they didn't meet them. But then at some point I realized, you know what, that's not the right way to be. But now in my life, now, now that I've closed that chapter, that way of being, that type of behavior, it happens to me now. I'm getting that same energy where like I just can't meet the expectations of some people because they want things from me. They expect things from me. On top of that, I feel like I'm already giving so much of myself, but they expect more. Some people want your blood and your soul, but you can um, not. I don't want to use the term pigeonhole, but uh, is the term wear yourself thin? I don't know what the term is. You know what I mean? But, you know, you can't you can't give your all and put all your eggs in one basket. I think you could be a little bit for everybody. Uh, but the majority of what you can be, you have to be that for yourself. You come first. You know what your capabilities are, what your capacities are. And don't let anybody try to conform you or to push you into things that you're not comfortable doing or being. Nothing's wrong with that. But also, going back to the pet peeve itself, don't get upset at somebody who can't meet your expectations. It's not their fault. There are seven-something billion people on this planet. If one person can't give you what you're expecting of them, I'm sure you could find someone else who will be able to meet those expectations eventually. But to have expectations on people, especially those, those, ex- those types of expectations that that person can't meet or isn't ready to meet, for you don't get upset at that take it as a lesson look at it in a, from, through a different lens that maybe you know uh i don't know maybe there's a reason maybe there's a reason why you're being disappointed right now maybe there's something that you need to learn maybe it's just not the right person to expect something from maybe you having expectations just isn't right enjoy whatever you share with that individual You know, some people try to some people when they do this, they ruin great things that are already in place and in motion because they are expecting even more out of a situation. But I don't think that's right. Take it from me. I know. Anyway, that's my pet peeve. Uh, If you guys want to share a pet peeve of yours, please touch base with me. I'd love to hear it and I'll share it. Um, other than that, I think that's it. I did get a message from Jay. Jay submitted an email and she wrote something really deep. Now, 
I don't want to take away from what she shared because the, the, this episode has a lot of stuff in it. And I don't want to take away from the stuff that we've spoken about. And I don't want to take away from Jay's uh, email. Excuse me. So sorry. This is not... I don't know what I'm on tonight. I think I'm kind of tired. And that's why I have no manners. So I apologize for burping in y'all ears. But forgive me. Um, if you don't remember Jay, Jay was actually on our Mother's Day episode. And uh, yeah, we spoke about a lot of deep stuff. And she shared some really dope insight. Um, go back and listen to our Mother's Day episode. I thought that that was one of, our, one of my favorite episodes, to be honest. But anyways, Jay emailed me, uh, emailed the club and just sent like sort of like a sort of like a message. So I'm going to share that on the last day of uh, of our uh, Make Room for New series and give her the, those flowers uh, while she could smell them. Because I read what she what she wrote and I think everyone uh, would benefit from hearing it. Um, it's nothing crazy long or anything like that, but just some really good words. And uh, she's speaking from her perspective as well. And um, yeah, it'll be nice to hear what someone, you know, uh, what someone has shared with the club. So with that said, part three of Make Room for New series, the the Make Room for New series is done. And I want to thank you all for listening. And once again, I am the Who and How Club. You are the Who and How Club. We are the Who's and How's of the world and without you without me there is no we so please remember that be safe i've been your host aristace john and remember part one phase one session one process one however you want to label it make a list of the things you want to let go of part two meditate on those things that you want to let go of revisit Focus, cleanse yourself from those things, shed your skin from those things. Part three, point one, (laughs) Uh, burn those things, let it burn. And part three, point two, is start writing those new things that you want to implement. Implement, implement, implement. And we're going to talk next week for part four and the final phase of Make Room for New. I hope you guys have a great week, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Who and How Club. I am Aristejan, and I'm signing out. One.